The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com. It has been a. I don't know what actually leads up to it. A roller coaster? It's been a roller coaster of <laughs> sorts. I mean, the places that I've been, and it's almost, it's like basically like little movies are what's happening. Oh, yeah. And I wake up and I remember exactly what it is for a second, and then I go to sleep and then I don't remember again. That's but, funny. But what I've been writing down, though, that's the craziest part. Oh, see, I never, I haven't, I've stopped writing mine down, but I still have the same epic all night adventure ones. Yeah, it's, this is getting a little weird, though. I'm going to have to explain it to you. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. I do want to remind everybody that you still have time to do something wonderful with your day. And that's this. Go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Just pull out your little device, your phone, your laptop, wherever you're at. Your iPad. Your iPads, if you're using those. And uh, check on, uh, go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on that big old yellow button right there on the I'm, front I'm sorry, who's big old yellow button? Sarah's big old yellow button that says, Vote for Fun Employment Radio for Willamette Week's Best Local Podcast. Click, click that button. Takes you right there. You type in your email address. Say you got a work email address. Say you got a personal one. Say you got a spam one. Got all kinds of them. You can use each one of them. Oh, my so gosh. Just vote. For Fun Employment Radio for Best Local Podcast. We would appreciate it greatly. We definitely if you would. would. It really does matter. Every vote counts. As we've all learned, every vote counts. And <laughs> what you, if Ooh, you can. Oh, Greg, look at that. If you can, just take a second to do that. We would really appreciate it. And vote for Fun Employment Radio for Best Local Podcast. It helps us out tremendously in a, in a lot of ways. I mean, it's a, it, it, it does help us out. So if you could do it, we would appreciate it. I mean, it looks, uh, you know, it, it's helpful, like, it's getting those... guests. It looks very uh, enticing to current and potential future sponsors, which, um, yeah, which uh, if we, yeah. if so we could get this stuff, year, we would really, really appreciate it. We really would. So just go to FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on Sarah's big old yellow button, Stop and vote that. for Fun Employment God, Radio so for Best Local Podcast. That would be awesome. All right. So other than that, I do want to... Uh, we bring this up every every now and then on the show, and some of the some of the weird things that have been happening uh, that that do happen from time to time for me, and it's my strange dreams. I've had some really weird ones. I've had some where they've matched up with like things in real life. It's I don't know how to explain them, and I always like getting interpretations from people listening. You can email funemploymentradio at gmail.com and letting me know what it is that's going on in my life and why I'm dreaming about these things. Because they get real You want vivid. other people to tell you what's going on in your life? Yeah. Well, I, want, I, want to expl- I want an explanation of why things are so strange in my head. Like, why, why do these weird things happen to me in my dreams? And the last two nights have been particularly bonkers. So what happens is, you know, I go to sleep. And and I'll sleep for I don't I have no idea how long. Like last night, actually, I was slept. I, I was apparently only asleep for like an hour. I thought I had been asleep for like eight hours for days because I woke up and I was like, oh, it's, it must be time to get up. And I look at my uh, watch or, or my clock and it's 1130 or something like that. 1145. So I'd hardly been asleep at all, but it felt like forever. And I've been having each night these crazy dreams and they're kind of separated into different Sections Like, I'll have that, and then I go back to sleep, and then I'll have another one. And I'll wake up maybe two or three hours after that and be like, wow, that was nuts. And I'll remember it all right then, and then I go back to sleep. A whole different adventure happens. But they've been real weird adventures. 
Okay. So I want to give like maybe just a couple of them and see if maybe you can help me. I want to see, or, or do any of them have to do with, because the two recurring things in mine are mm. either water parks, some sort of like water park carnival kind of thing, or an airport. Okay. That, well, I yeah, usually, it has nothing those to do with like, your dreams, but are, yes, I did have one where I was at a water park. No, I'm saying, because no, we've talked about this, how my water park dreams, like I have a lot of those. Okay. Yeah. Well, this one, yes, one of them was kind of like that. And it has to do with a, um, I'll, I'll give you the first one, and then I want you to give me an interpretation. So do you have the dream book? We have a dream I book. Do. I do. I do. Okay. It's actually randomly still in here. Okay. So we've got the encyclopedia of, what is it? <laughs> uh, let me see. This is uh, the element encyclopedia of 20,000 dreams, the ultimate A to Z to interpret the secrets of your dreams. Okay. The secrets of your dreams. Okay. So let me give you the first one. Um, oh, okay. So there's some different different comments that are coming in. So for the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're an FERSC member, Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, uh, please let us know uh, what, what you think of these. So I'll explain the first one, and then we'll go on to the second one. So okay. the first one, it does have to kind of do with like a vacation kind of thing, where I wasn't me, but like I was in somebody else's body, one of those kinds of things. Mm, and that's an anxiety dream. Okay, so here's... I mean, that's what it feels like when you have anxiety sometimes, is that you're just a stranger trapped in somebody else's body. Okay, so here's what it was. I was, I was at, at, on vacation, and I was at, like, a big hotel, and there were pools there, and there were a lot of pools that I was walking around to. But as I'm walking around to them, someone is chasing me. And I don't know, I'm like, I'm nervous the entire time. And I'm walking over to a pool and I'm trying to like get in the pool. And I look back like, it's across, like, so it's a crowded kind of resort. And I'm looking across. So it's like a water park. Kind, kind, I mean, it wasn't a water park like water slides. But like different pools yeah, and I things? Don't, yeah, there were pools. I, yeah. No, just calm. I mean, is no, that like I'm a saying, common? Yeah, because that is that is like what, current. that's usually like the base of all of my dreams. Is, I'm, in well, some I know place, it's of yours, but I mean, I, I never of, have these kinds of dreams. I know, which is why I'm saying, nope, that's weird that you're having a, a long-term adventure dream when those are what I have all the time. And it just so happens to have the same background. Okay. Okay. All right. So So I'm at this resort and I'm walking through and there's, you know, as I'm going to the park, there's people that are across the park, and I realize that they're looking at me, and they start trying to make their way through the crowd towards me. And so as I, I'm at the pool, I'm like, ah, oh, I can't be here anymore. And so I get up and I'm like, shimmy away, and I shimmy around this park, and I don't know where I'm going, and then I find another pool. And then I try to get in that one, and I start to relax, and I look back, and boom, there's those people. And I can't really see who they are. They have, like, sunglasses on, and they're walking their way through the crowd. Like, like here's, like it's a crowd of people like you would see like at a summer resort. And these people, as they're going through, it's not like they're really walking, going, like, dashing really quick. Oh, they're, like, shifting? Like, shifting, like, three feet over and to the left, like, as they bounce around through the people. And as they get closer and closer to me. Like something in a horror movie where a ghost kind of, like, moves fast? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, like shift three feet, boom, there they are. Shift another feet, boom, there they are. Like, stop motion animation almost. And so these people are shifting through there, chasing after me. And I keep running and running and trying to get away from them. And no matter what pool I go to, or I mean, I don't remember water slides. I don't think it was like a water park, but it was like, it was like a resort. No matter where I go, they're always there uh, just off in the distance getting closer, doing their weird. Okay. Shifting towards me. And so after that, I run inside to the building and there's a, 
um, uh, there's another giant like hot tub pool. And it's next to a bar. That was really weird. I just opened this book randomly, and it doesn't have a bookmark or anything. Like, there is a bookmark, but it's way back here. Just open to the element of water. Seriously? Yeah. That's creepy. That's weird. I'm sorry. So keep going. So so I walk into the building thinking that I can get away from people and, and, and get away from these people that are chasing me. And I don't know why they're chasing me. I don't know what they want. I don't know what's going on. And I get into the building, and for a second, I look over, and there's a giant... Um, like hot tub pool inside this kind of a, almost like a banquet hall with a big bar. Okay. And there's people hanging out in the hot tub. And for a second, I stopped. I'm like, oh, that looks fun. And it said, you can order cocktails here. And there's a t- sign taped up on the pool, like like just next to the pool. And I was like, oh, well, that's kind of cool. Maybe I should stop here and order a cocktail. And I, and I think about it, and I start getting into the water, and I'm looking around for a bartender to, to order a drink. And then I see the doors start opening, and it's them again. And they're coming in the doors after me. They've opened the doors. They've caught up, and they're really close to me at that point. And then, boom, that's the end of the dream. So that's from what I remember. It's basically constantly running away from these people. I wouldn't say they were like men in black, but they kind of were like that. They had sunglasses, and they did that. And there's like a so man and a the woman. It's the Matrix, because we were talking about the Matrix a couple days ago. Okay, we did talk about The Matrix. I haven't yeah. seen that in years. I know, but we were just talking about it. You were talking about how much you liked it. Uh, no, I, I didn't really like The Matrix that much. I mean, it's all right. Oh, I thought you... Okay, sorry, contradictory. I thought that you said you liked it. No, no. I, well, I mean, The Matrix is okay. Okay. I, I've never f- seen the third one because I've fallen asleep through it every time I've okay. tried to watch it. Um, the first one was good. Yeah. Okay. So maybe... <laughs> okay, in the live chat, uh, Jasmine is saying, cue pool music. Um, let's see. Edward says, Greg could so easily be dreaming about my work, but none of our pools are indoors. So maybe that's not it. So that's what I'm trying to figure out is what that would mean. So it's so yeah, to, to the find... water section. What did it say about water? Uh, it doesn't, it says like things of rebirth and stuff, but it doesn't really have anything super specific. I'm trying to find swimming pool. All right, there's swimming pool, but there really isn't anything really having to do with the swimming. I'm looking at this. All right. All right. Oh, Jasmine says cue porn music. Okay. That's that's what he said. Oh, All what right. your pool music? Porn music. Oh, porn music. Porn I was like, music. what's pool music? Yeah, I read that wrong. All right. <laughs> Let's see. So, um, the water. If, so, is the water in your dream a contained space? Um, yeah, I mean, they're pools. It signifies, yeah. So it's a contained like swimming pool. It signifies uh, controlling your emotions and showing restraint. So okay. dreaming of a bath in which you are you washing yourself in these waters? No, I'm just trying to get in because I want to go swimming. All right, so you want to go. But every time I'm about to get in, those people are show up again. All right, do you um, do you see people that you like there, or is it just people you're trying to get away from? I feel like there were friends there, but I don't remember specifically who. Okay, so it says uh, where if you see and interact with family and or friends, it may suggest that you've been too busy to take time to connect emotionally with your loved ones. Okay, it might be time to slow down and devote more quality time to the real world. To the real world. To them in the real world. Oh, to them in the real world. Yeah, but that seems pretty much about right. Uh, it's being asked, are uh, fearing people are searching for your secrets, my dirty, my dark secrets. Yeah. My secrets. All right. uh, is huh. the water level, okay. let's see, is it a high water level? Um, I don't know because I never really got in. Okay, you're not in the water. Yeah, I try, I start to get like my feet get in the water and then I'm like, ah, they're back again. And then I get out and I like shuffle, you know, with that wet... F- you know the wet pool shuffle? I don't think I ever want to hear you say the wet pool shuffle. Because you don't want to run. You're not supposed to run around a no. pool. 
but I shuffle really fast. All right, so in I'm dreams, a really fast So shuffler. in dreams, water in general is a common theme in its association with the fluid in the womb and its role in evolution. Uh, make it an archetype, uh, archetypal symbol in the um, dreamer's emotional life. Water is also a symbol of the spiritual life force. In mul- most cultures, there are tales of healing waters and in dreams and as, and as in baptism, to be immersed in water is to be spiritually cleansed. Huh. Did you know that it's your governing element, too? Water is for cancer? What does that mean? It is said to endow people born under that sign with the feminine qualities of gentleness and changeability. You're not gentle. Gentleness and changeability. Okay. All right, shallow water. So you said that you were wading in to try and get things. Shallow water represents a lack of energy. I mean, I wouldn't say it was like shallow or deep water. I, I never really got in it. Like I just starting, I would just start getting in, like going down the like stairs maybe mm-hmm. into it. I mean, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think anything's going to speak exactly to you. It's just a weird dream book. So, okay. Well, no, I'm just asking, you know, for help on interpreting the dreams. Yeah. So if you want to really s- give me a lot to go on. Okay. Um, you can send us an email to funemploymentradio at gmail dot com and uh, and let us know what you think it is. Okay. So I've got a couple more here. That we can do. All right. Um, okay, so the other one is this. So this one, I've got... Did you write it down? <laughs> yeah, I, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. And So is this one in the same place, or is it a different one? No, this is a different dream. Okay. And I wrote this down, and I don't know exactly what was going on right here when I wrote this down. Other than because I don't really remember this dream, but it looks like a whole bunch of gibberish that a crazy person would write. So I'm I saw this. I actually didn't see it until I think I this was on like Monday night, and so I just saw it yesterday, realizing what it was that I had written, and thinking about how absolutely insane this looks. If someone were to ever find this, like this would look like something. The ramblings of a crazy person. Uh, the ramblings of a crazy person or a serial. All right, killer. so read it exactly as is. All right. So the first one that I had written was about the pool, and that one I do remember a lot. And then I wrote this. So this is the dream that happened right after that. And when I woke up in the middle of the night, I pulled out my phone, and I wrote this down into my notes. And here's what it says. Dream two. This is... Uh, Just read it. I will. I will. This is like... This is some crazy stuff, though. All right. Dream two. I'm a child with powers, and I have a sister. Wait. Back up. In your dream, you're a child. Wait, that's probably something. I've never dreamt I'm a and child. I do not have I've a sister. I've dreamt that I'm other people. I do not have a sister. I have a brother. In real life, I do not have a sister. Okay, now that's something interesting, because to dream that you're somebody else, let's see, child. I'm a child with powers, and I have a sister. This is what you wrote in your notes? That's one sentence. There's a lot more after that, but this is what it starts off with. I'm a child with powers, and I have a sister. Does it say something about being a child in your dream? I'm I'm looking. There's lots of stuff in here. Okay. All right. Well, I'll let you go. Yeah, yeah. No, keep keep talking about it. Well, it gets crazier and crazier. So I I do not have a sister. All right. So it's talking about dream babies. If you have a dream baby... I don't no, think I didn't have a dream yeah, baby. Not, like, I was a child, and I had a sister who's also a child. child in your dream. Let's see. If you don't recognize and I can vaguely remember running around with this person, but we weren't... 
the one thing I can remember is that we weren't on, we weren't like on Earth. It was a weird place where we were. That's weird because it's really not giving the scenario to which you are a child. Like, how do you know you were a child? I just knew I was. I mean, I, I don't know, you know. I was a child. Like, I could see my hands. Like, I was, a, I was a child. And I don't know how old. I couldn't say that. I mean, I can't tell how old, old real children are. So, okay, I, I don't know. What were you doing in there? Like, what were you I was running. I was running with her. Okay. And I don't know whether we were running to or from something. But the rest of it gets, I mean, it gets a lot weirder than this. It gets, All right. So, do you recognize yourself? Did you recognize the child that you were? I don't know. Right, I just so it says, it was if you me. dream of a, of a dream child that's a boy, it suggests that you need to be a little more adventurous and bring some excitement into your real life. I have quite a bit of excitement, but... A dream about a child under the age of 13 or so may be a dream actually about yourself. So it could be a version of you that you were dreaming of. Yeah, well, I mean, I was the child. It's not like I was running around. There was a child. If you are the like, child in the dream... This can suggest a need to shed some of your current responsibilities in real life and express your real self. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'll go on from there. All right. And yeah, I'm a going. child with powers, and I have a sister. Oh, boy. And then I go from there and say, I can paint in the air and mold what happened in places. What? And I have a vague memory of what this was. Like I could put my hands out in the what, air, like make sculptures, and like I could like magically, like yeah, like clay would just appear, and I could make things in the air. I mean, do you, have you ever sculpted in real life? I, I maybe in like high school or something. Okay, yeah, right. yeah, no, nothing. I don't know like, if this is like some secret. Nothing is like a habit. No, no, I am not a sculptor. I am not inclined in that way. But it was like Matt because because I had powers, and again, I'm just reading what I wrote. I can paint in the air and mold what happened in places. So I'll go on to the next one. I mean, I don't know what that I'm means. I'm a child with special powers with a sister that can mold things. No, I'm a child with powers and I have a sister, period. I can paint in the air and mold what happened in places. Uh, okay, so you're like a psychic child. I guess. I would pull out my hand and like magically like paint a picture of things. I mean, do you remember what you were painting? It was more like clay and it would just stay in the air. Because like I said, I wasn't like on, I wasn't on earth. Like I could just paint things in the air. I don't know. I don't know what it was that I was painting. Okay. Or or molding out of this clay, this air clay. The next stop though, (laughs) it gets, it gets creepier and weirder. All right, hang on. So becoming a superhero as a child in your dreams so that's basically kind of what you were, right? As like becoming. I don't know if I was a superhero, but, but I you had, had super. You had magical powers. I had magical powers. Yes, I did have magical powers. So in a dream where you think you are a child, a child may find themselves faced with an evil force or power, um, and just when the situation becomes desperate or hopeless, they find they can transform into someone with extraordinary powers. Okay. Oh boy. Uh, they can destroy their enemies and resolve the conflict. Not surprisingly, this dream is more common with boys than girls. Perhaps because from an early age, boys are influenced by superhero role models. This dream may also continue into adulthood. The child who has this kind of dream tends to be coping with some kind of problem or obstacle. Huh. For example, financial hardship, family tensions or conflicts, and the dreams may represent these tensions. 
The child may feel like they are trapped with the situation. They're helpless to do anything about it. The dream refers to their desire to make their problems disappear magically. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. But more of the but uh, more of this kind of dream may just point to more than a wish for magical powers. It also shows the dreamer that within them, these magical and unique powers are just waiting to be discovered. Ooh, so maybe I do have superpowers. You I really don't. Them out. You absolutely do not have superpowers. All right. Well, I'll continue on. So I'm a child with powers and I have a sister. Again, these are all things that I wrote down apparently in the middle of the night. Okay. I can paint in the air and mold what happened in places. There was a rabbit doll that saw what happened. There was a rabbit doll. Like the Velveteen Rabbit? Something like that, I think. I, if, I, again, r- saying this out loud, I can vaguely remember, but yeah, it was like a, like a puppet rabbit that saw that I did something. That saw me like molding do? things and like saw. Nobody else was supposed to see. Uh, whatever like I was some, making out I don't of the know. air. That sounds like some like deeply hidden secrets or something like the, the rabbit saw. He was not supposed to see. There, there was a rabbit doll that saw really what happened. sounds really creepy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just picture some like rabbit with like cameras in it. It's eyes, almost like, like I was trying to keep my powers hidden so people didn't know that I had them. Oh, boy. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Verity in the live chat just said, Harvey. <laughs> yeah, it was smaller than Harvey. Yeah. Was pictured anyway. But then again, I guess nobody really knows. Wow. Is there anything else? Yeah, there's a lot more. All right, let's see. Dolls. Let's see. Dolls are especially... It gets way creepier from here. It gets disturbing from here. This is... That's the least disturbing part. All right, dolls may symbolize something or someone in your life. So you feel like someone or something is watching you too closely because you don't want them to see what you're capable of. Keep going. Okay. There was a rabbit doll that saw what happened. After that, this is where it gets really creepy. Oh, this is when it gets creepy. I'm a child with powers, and I have a sister. I can paint in the air and mold what happened in places. Yep, all this super there was creepy. A, there was a rabbit doll that saw what happened. I also learned how to start and stop hearts. I also learned how to start and stop hearts. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that one. Yeah, what's happening there? 166. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I can I also learned how to start and stop hearts. What does that mean? Well, I mean, what did it, do you have any context to what you remember? I think I in? could stop hearts. Well, like kill people? I guess and then start them back up again. I don't know. All right, let's see. There's In dreams, the heart generally indicates emotion, pity, sympathy, and likes and dislikes, not just romantic love and your way of loving all things. It can also reflect problems with not having followed your heart or a change of heart. So in a way of being injured in the heart, which is probably, that's stopping. That's, that's definitely injuring the heart. Okay. Stopping the heart. Um, may depict emotional hurt. Oh, it can also be warnings of a physical heart issue. In someone you know, reflecting an anxiety about, for example, your high blood pressure. Mm, okay. I do know someone with a heart issue. Okay. I learned how to start and stop heart. So maybe it was supposed to be a good thing. Like I was learning how to fix something. Like you feel kind of out of control, so maybe you want to like try and learn how I to could fix, fix something. I could fix it maybe. That, that oh my be. God, that makes sense. I was trying to fix what was wrong. Oh boy. So it wasn't a nefarious thing. It was a... 
Yeah. So I, it we, wasn't we so much somebody, the stopping we you. We do know somebody with a heart thing. Yep. Um, that, that is exactly what it is. So I was trying to fix <gasps> oh, it. Oh, that's I was trying to fix nuts. it then in my dream. Well, here's the other. Okay. All right. That wait, actually is there more? Sense. Okay, yeah, that, that more. makes super sense. All right. There's more. Whew, good. I was worried it was going to be some nefarious thing where I'm No, that makes like absolutely super all of the sense. Yeah, okay. Um, from there I go, I can travel to hidden lands on a map that no one knows about. Oh, because that's Harry Potter. I don't watch Harry Potter, though. Okay. Or, you, read, or Harry read Harry Potter, it, yeah. yeah, or whatever. All right. So it's a uh, secret map. I don't you do the Harry Potters, so. Sure. Well, that's too bad for you because it's a, it's a wonderful I, I under- series. I understand it's my loss, and someday mm-hmm. I, I will. All right, so you can travel on secret maps, yeah. All right, well, that seems like... I can travel to hidden lands on a map that no one knows about. And then I round it out with this. I speak a language no one else knows, but secretly. So I think That's- I'm talking to my, the sister in this dream with my secret language. Do you remember anything about the secret language? No. It was like gibberish, as far as what I can remember. But okay. it was, supposedly it was a language. Okay. Uh, I mean, are asking all languages gibberish? To, well, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Like, I was speaking it, but I don't remember. Under, I don't know. I guess I understood it. Edward says, do you sleep with a TV or radio on? I don't. I used to do that in college. I would sleep with music playing. But I, I, no, I don't, I don't do that. All right. So if you consult a map in your dream, this in- indicates options opened, open to you. That's all it says about it. Okay. So maybe you have a secret list of options that you haven't told anybody else about. Like me. <laughs> okay. I don't think I'd be able to keep any of that from you. Um, all right. Well, here, I'll read it one more time, and then let's do some World of Crazy. Okay. Because I want to hear, if you're listening, send us an email, funemploymentradio.gmail.com. I definitely this, get the heart thing. Interpret this for me. Yeah. I'm a child with powers, and I have a sister. I can paint in the air and mold what happened in places. There was a rabbit doll that saw what happened. I also learned how to start and stop hearts. I can travel to hidden lands on a map that no one knows about. I speak a language no one else knows but secretly. That's some weird shit right That there. sounds like a riddle. And like at the end, it could be like, who am I? Yeah. Greg Nibbler. Well, me. I guess that's it. Yeah. But why? Why are all those things happening? And that's all stuff I wrote down, and then I went back to sleep, and I, I don't know. That's pretty well written for somebody who's delirious. Yeah. I mean, I must have known to write it down. I've done this on occasion where I've written stuff down. I must have known I needed to get that down and then went back to sleep. Oh, boy. That's weird. I never remember my dreams. I I mean to write them down and I never remember to. I don't know. Let's see if anyone who's professional might know what it means. Okay. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, we've talked about many times before how much I enjoy the thought and the process of being in an aeroplane. Yeah. Sarah I don't like traveling. Flying. I don't, I don't, I, I dislike it. I mean, hate is a very, yeah, it freaks me out. I've traveled with you a few times, and I get I get very scared sometimes. Sometimes it's better than others. I've started to uh, figure out a pattern. Like I need to get a lot of sleep. I need to, you know, have have my vodka, do my stuff before I get on. But I mean, mostly it helps if I get a lot of sleep and don't like stay out late the night yeah. before. 
Well, that's good for a lot of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good the flying rest. itself, like the, yeah, just, I, it always scares, like turbulence, I can't usually sleep on them, it makes me nervous. Anyway, um, so this might be something that would make my experience even worse. At first I was reading this, I'm like, maybe it would help distract me from, you know, the plummeting to my death into a fiery, you know, ball of flames. But this might make it actually even more horrible. So a plane was forced to make an emergency landing after a passenger's unbearable body odor caused other vacationers around him to vomit and faint. Oh, my God. Yes. Vomit and faint? Vomit and Somebody, faint because this person smelled so bad. Like, I don't understand. Have you ever fainted how- from a smell? I've smelled some pretty bad things. I don't know. I mean, I've fainted before. I don't know if it's... You well, from, from heat. From, like... Really? Like, collapsed? Yeah, uh, when I was in a... Um, hello, my name is Sarah. I was in a sorority. Um, not friends. I'm, I'm thinking friends with one person, two, a couple well, people. fine. Yeah. Anyway, so one of the initiation rituals is, like, you have to go into the basement. They have a bunch of sheets and things around, and it, it's in the middle of the summer. And so they cover the entire room with sheets, and it is so... Hot in there. People were just passing out. I remember just st- standing there. and then Well, just, like no air conditioning or anything? Nope, or? no air conditioning, no anything. It's, and I remember I, I completely passed out during that. It was terrifying. Ugh. And then when I finally came back, too, I almost passed out again. So I had to, like, leave the room. And I wasn't the only one. Like, other people are passing out. It's like, maybe this isn't the safest thing. Yeah. If, you know, it's all, you know, we're all like no surrounded. Like, no yeah, we're all surrounded in sheets. There's, like, 80 of us in That's here. really stupid. There's no air. Everyone's passing out, like... Is this really that important? <laughs> All right. Anyway, so this is from Transylvania. 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 I really want to go there. Romania's. I don't want to fly list. to Transylvania if people have such unbearable body odor that people are vomiting well, and passing out. I want to go to the Black Sea. Well, the Transylvanian flight to the Spanish uh, vacation island of Gran Canaria was forced to make an unexpected detour when travelers became distressed by the stench of a man who smelt like he hadn't had a shower in weeks. How did he get through security? So they were traveling from Transylvania to Gran Canaria? Yes. Okay. Yes, on the plane. Well, the man smelled so bad, the other passengers started to faint and vomit after the flight took off. Um, staff on board the Transylvanian wow. service reportedly tried to quarantine him in, a, in one of the toilets of the Boeing 737 before pilots were first to do, forced to divert the entire flight. They landed in southern Portugal, so the foul-smelling man could be removed from the flight. Oh, God, that kind of smell, too. That sticks on the plane. Oh, yeah, no, you can't get rid of Like, just because you Uh get him off. It's like the the smelly car of Seinfeld. Like, you get the person out, like, no amount of Febreze is going to get that that shit out. that bad, no, it's going to be stuck there forever. Yeah, passengers. Like, you may not be able to get that out. Uh, passengers on board the plane say uh, describe the stench of the man as unbearable. Um, it was <laughs> Who like was this guy? Is it Dracula? He or something? hadn't like, washed himself for several what's... weeks. Several passengers got sick and were throwing up. Transylvanian authorities confirmed the emergency landing said it was due to medical reasons. Why? Why hadn't he washed himself? Uh, that doesn't say. It says uh, Transylvanian smoke, uh, spokesperson said the aero, the aeroplane diverted because of medical reasons. But it, it is indeed right that he smelled quite a bit. Um, this is also not the first smelly incident out of Transylvania this year. Uh, so in February, another flight was forced to make an emergency landing after a passenger could not stop passing gas. Remember that one? Transylvania getting some bad yeah. bad rep here. Yeah, it's kind of stinky. I mean, I always worry about, and, and I, 
I think I, I would rather worry about the smell because I've thrown up on a plane before. From nervousness? Or? From nervousness. And from, I remember when I was a kid, um, we were in Arizona and my sister and I were sitting right next to each other. And we had just said, we were allowed, like we had had lunch at the airport and we were flying back and we were allowed to always pick out one snack before we went on the plane. So mm-hmm. I had, we went to Pizza Hut and I had a personal pan pizza. And then I brought, I got M&M's on the plane and I remember sitting there and then all of it just kind of mixed in my stomach as, as the flight was taking off. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then other times I've just been, you know, like, just nervous. Yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not embarrassed to throw up on a plane. It's fine. That's why they have the little bags there. I've never done it. I don't think I've ever sat next to somebody who threw up. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's fast. I mean, I've, I've sat next to somebody who's done it. You just feel really? bad for them more than anything. Like, if you get it in the bag, then you yeah. seal it up and you throw it away, like, no harm, no foul. Yeah, well, I'm not, it's not like I would yell at somebody like, disgusting, get away from Control me. yourself. Yeah. I used to get car sick all the time. I had issues with that. You they, seem like you'd get car sick. We have to pull over. Well, because I used to like to read in the car, and I I really wanted to, but I really couldn't because the motion and everything that was going on. So I would read, and I would just make myself sick. And then I'd have to they'd have to pull over, and I would have to throw up on the side of the road. I had to do that a lot. And they'd be like, "Well, why don't you stop reading?" And I was like, "Yeah." I mean, do what I want, okay. and then I get sick. All right. The steak sauce brand A1 has now announced that they are branching out, and they've started making candles. Yes, they're calling them no. meat candles. I, I'm not understanding the trend toward, like, meat scents and meat perfumes. Greg, don't you want to give cologne? Don't you want to give a special lady a meat candle? <laughs> Can you light my meat candle for me? <laughs> it smells good. Here's my meat candle for yeah. you. All right. Well, Smells there's like A1 steak sauce. A1 steak sauce has revealed a three different, uh, it says flavors for their meat candles. Wouldn't it be smells? I don't know. Right, a trio of smells for their meat candles, uh, including. A trio of stinks. Classic burger, original meat, oh, the OG meat, and backyard barbecue. Wait, what's the difference between classic burger and original meat? I don't know. I don't know. Well, if okay, so I'm looking at this. Uh, if you want the original A1 scent sauce, like that smells more like the steak sauce, opt for the original meat variety as it contains the signature aroma of the A1 steak sauce. Uh, I actually sent this to Lily. I was like, I got something for you to buy, Scott. Buy him a meat candle. A1 steak sauce is probably beneath Scott, though. He yeah, that's true. Sauce. He is very, he's a, he makes his own stuff. He's a fancy cook. Which is delicious. I'm not going to lie. So it's a limited edition from, H, uh, from A1 um, for Father's Day. So if you think that your dad might want a meat candle, you can go ahead and order one. <laughs> Got you, know. you a meat candle. Yeah. So um, if you'd like to get a meat candle, they last for 50 to 70 hours, and they just go for uh, a meager $14.99 each. And you can just find them by looking up 8-1 Meat Scents. Yeah, just I just, I'm not getting it. I'm also not a big scents guy either. You're kind of sneezy. A little vanilla. Mm-hmm. Vanilla works. Mint. Right. Mint's okay. I don't think I want my whole house smelling like original classic burger, though. I mean, maybe. Probably smell pretty good. Oh, look at those. Those little candles are pretty cute, actually. If you'd like to pick up Sarah a meat candle, you can find our mailing address at funemploymentradio.com. Oh, my God. We need a meat candle for the studio. Under contact. By the way, have you taken a second to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on Sarah's big old yellow button? Jesus Christ. Because if you have it, 
You can do that right now. Just go to our website, funemploymentradio.com. Click on that big old yellow button and vote for Fun Employment Radio for Best Local Podcast. Now's the time to do it in case you forgot. That's okay. All right, good. And finally, I do have one more story about... A tale that we've heard our entire lives. A yes. tale as old as time. The tale of Nessie. Because the mystery of the Loch Ness Monster has baffled scientists for decades. Oh. But now... I used to love reading about the Loch Ness Monster. Could a new search finally reveal the truth about Nessie? All right, let me talk about Nessie just for oh, a second. Geez, because that was, you know, talking about... I do not, actually. It's always nasty, nasty, nasty. That's not true. I read so many books about... I was obsessed with the Loch Ness Monster, not Bigfoot, when I was a little kid. Like, that was the one I was... That, that was your Ber- first monster. That and the Bermuda she Triangle. She was your first girl. Aliens, Bermuda Triangle, Loch Ness Monster. Those were the three. My three three holy grails there of things that I was into. I don't think that's how that works. I don't think there are three holy grails. But anyway. Um, yeah, I read a Just lot about Loch Ness it, Monster. And... And the different theories about what it could possibly be, I believed it was a plesiosaur. A what a what? That had survived over the many centuries, or many eons, the millions of years within the lock. Around 66 million years? Yes. Did it survive the extinction of the rest of its kind around 66 million years ago? Yes, it did. Just the one plesiosaur? A plesiosaur. No, it was a whole pod of plesiosaurs who have been living and breeding beneath the Loch Ness because deep beneath the Loch Ness, there are tunnels that take it out into the open ocean. Experts are planning to take samples from the waters of the Scottish lake of Loch Ness so they can carry out DNA tests to find out what species actually live there. So they can filter organic material and extract the DNA using technology originally designed for the Human Genome Project and compare it to known species from that same area to see if they can isolate the DNA from the Loch Ness Monster. The plesiosaur, you mean. Professor Neil Gemmel from the University of Otago in New Zealand is among the scientists taking part in the testing. He says his team is going to take 300 samples of the water from different points and at different depths, hoping to identify the tiny fragments of DNA from the skin, feathers, scales, and urine that Nessie might have left behind. The professor says... He himself doesn't believe in Nessie, but he thinks DNA tests of the lake will be a great way to communicate science to a wide audience and take people on an adventure. He said he thinks it's unlikely there is a monster, but he wants to test the hypothesis. So we'll find out if there is actually... They're pretty good at evading detection. A plesiosaur. Yep, so uh, the most prevalent... Yeah, the most prevalent theory about Nessie uh, is that that is a surviving ple- uh, plesiosaur that survived the extinction of the rest of its kind around 66 million years ago. Mm-hmm. The real yeah. scientific value of the DNA survey will, re- will reveal the extent of the species of the lake. All right, the professor cautions that failure to find the monster DNA won't deter Nessie believers. Theories have always suggested that per- the professor excusing the non-appearance of the monster's DNA in his survey... Could just be him trying to cover it up. <laughs> I love all these people thinking that it's a big cover up. Because why? <laughs> why would he be? Why would he care to cover it up? It could either be a cover like, up. What is? What? Nessie could have <laughs> swum out to, to see through a hidden underwater cave before he was able to test the DNA, or Nessie might be an extraterrestrial that does not have any DNA. 
I mean, I so I mean, so either look, way, Nessie exists, even if he does or does not find scientific evidence. Look, I, I like you know monsters and all that stuff, and especially when I was in middle school, like I loved reading about Loch Ness because it's just exciting. Because I like dinosaurs, and I'm like, ooh, that's crazy. Who knows? But I love these these grown people where if it's something they don't like, it's just like, well, you're covering it up. That's all. Like, this scientist is going through all of this effort to cover up well, that's ex- the existence of the Loch Ness That's monster. like how everybody is today, Greg. Like, I know. everyone just wants to believe what they want to. Uh, it's like, um, no, that story that you just posted online isn't true. Well, no, your source is lying. Well, no, it's the truth. No, no, no. Mine's You're right. You're covering it up. You're wrong. You're covering it up. I'm like, no, that's a photoshopped picture <laughs> of something that you're posting. No, it's not. No, no, no Snopes is wrong. <sighs> Snopes, is, uh, Snopes is run by the commies. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, there's, that's just the there's, what. That's the world we live in. Like, there's no definitive nope, cover proof. Because, You're covering it up. Oh God! The scientist is going his entire career risking it to cover up, to the cover it up. Sense of nothing. Like, bury the evidence. No one will ever know. Like, why? Why would he care if somebody knows? I don't know, Greg. It's part of the bigger. Why conspiracy. would he care if somebody knows? It's a bigger conspiracy. Oh, yeah. It's the Illuminati, Greg. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, there you have it, my friends. There's your world of crazy. World of cover-ups is what you're talking about. Yeah, right? World of conspiracies. Oh, did you have to get out of here? I will have to get out of here. Okay. I will have to. I was going to see if there's anything in ball talk. I can, I can say the only thing I have for ball talk right now is that the NBA Finals start up tonight where for the fourth damn time in a row... It's the Golden State Warriors against the Cleveland Cavaliers. I suppose I should make a prediction on who's going to win the NBA Finals. Golden State Warriors. That's who's going to win. Okay, there we go. That was exciting. That's who's going to win. Now, the NHL Finals are a little more exciting. Las Vegas Golden Knights are now tied up with the Washington Capitals. The Capitals. The Capitals. The Capitals. Oh, Capital. Um, The Washington Capitals tied up their series. Oh, boy. So that sounds like it'll be fun. I'd rather watch that than the NBA. Yeah, I (laughs) I think I'm going to watch... I'll end up watching some of the NBA if the games are close, but if it's just Golden State blowing them out, it's like snooze alert. Boring, boring, boring. Yeah, and if boring, you're a basketball boring, boring. fan and you're feeling like that, I'm I am assuming their ratings fan. are not going to be that amazing. Unless the games are close or they make it to like a game six, then then it gets more exciting. I just don't care. God. Honestly, the only thing that would make it exciting, the most exciting, is if they're Cleveland somehow wins three games. But I think it's going to be more like if Cleveland somehow wins a game. And if I'm wrong, awesome, because it'll be more exciting. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I'm going to be wrong. Golden State's just going to destroy them. Maybe they'll be close to the first game. Okay. Second game, they'll blow them out. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let, let's not talk balls. We already did that. Just wanted everybody to know. That he, he talked balls. That's my name. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on Sarah's big old yellow button. That would be wonderful. If you take anything from today, please click on the click on the big old yellow button. The big old yellow button. Also, I have lots of exciting stuff to talk about tomorrow. We do have some things to talk about tomorrow. Be sure to tune into that. But I did say that I would talk about this today. And it has to do with something for next adventure. And it's this weekend. Happening this weekend. Very weekend. It's the eighth annual Summer Splash, which we've been to the Summer Splash before. It is a ton of fun. This year, it's actually at Oaks Park. Oh, awesome. Oh, that's always so much fun. Oaks Park here in, here in Portland, Oregon. So it's the eighth annual Summer Splash Demo Day. So it's happening this Saturday, June 2nd, 
from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And basically what you can do is so they have their oh. entire fleet of paddleboards, canoes, and kayaks available for you to just take them out and try them. I mean, oh, for yeah. free. You walk down there. They're like, yep, here's a life vest. Here's how you use this. Have See fun. you later. Yeah, <laughs> Go try it's it out. awesome. And then, of course, you can buy them there, too, if you want. Yeah, they've got over 100 things that float, they said. And a 15% discount on kayaks and stand-up paddleboards. Great time oh, to go down there. Oh, that's amazing. They'll have food and all kinds of other stuff. I mean, it's just fun. And you get to hang out with really fun people from next door. Oh, Adventure. yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. So that's Saturday, June 2nd, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Oaks Park here in Portland. Find out more at nextadventure.net. Awesome. And Greg, do you have a show today? I do. Um, for Trends with Benefits with Digital Trends, we're going early today at 2 p.m. instead of 2.30 p.m. Pacific. So live at 2 p.m. Pacific, and that's because we're going to have a person from Google who's Ooh, going to be... Oh, you're going to have a Google on. An actual Google employee who is going to be talking... And I think he's pretty high up, too. Oh, are you going to ask me about all like the, the fun like rooms that they have where they play like ping pong and like have slides? Ask him if it's really like that. That'll be ask my leading question. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'll ask him some of that stuff. He's, he's going to be talking about the future of computing. Oh, yeah. Ask him how uh, how similar, like, Silicon Valley is to... Um, to actually... Like, the to, Google, like, the depictions of, you know, fake Google on shows. Uh, how close is it in comparison to the actual Google headquarters? He's under, like, pretty strict, I think, things about what he can and can't talk about. Well, you but won't I mean, know until you ask him. That's true. I'll try it. But you can hop into live chat and drop questions. Uh, just follow Digital Trends on Twitter. It'll be on Twitch and Twitter and Facebook and YouTube. And drop your and questions Facetube in there. YouTube and YouBook. And, and all, all, all of those, those ones. <laughs> the spaces. Uh, so go there and watch live and drop in your questions. And I'll, I'll try to get some of your questions in to Google. All right. Again, go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on Sarah's big old yellow button. Stop it. That sounds really fucking creepy when you say that. Go for Fun Employment Radio, best local podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio live at 10 a.m. Pacific. Dot com. Bye, friends. Bye.